We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Lakers and Mavs just getting underway now. We got that Wednesday night ABC game that they're they're doing now in the NBA. Look, we've, we talked about this before. More and more just live sports. Every network is going to take every little bit they can. Lakers making a little bit of a starting lineup change, T, adding a, you know, Torian Prince out there. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell. That's that's the starting lineup they're working with now. And, uh, yeah, look, they've added some shooting. Seems like it's maybe clicked for them early. Like, the Warriors are a team. We just had Cameron Smith on who kind of agreed, like, there's really not much the Warriors can do to really improve the current situation they're in. The Lakers were able to make a lot of moves last year at the deadline, turn themselves into not just a playoff team because they're kind of in the same spot they were last year before that. Then they end up getting the Western Conference Finals. It's kind of a surprise at this point. They've just reverted back to where they were before. I really like their offseason. But it does, it does feel like the Lakers at least have a little more wiggle room, although reports are today that Zach Levine to the Lakers is not going to happen. Oh, I don't think that there was any way because $40 million a year for Zach Levine, you need him to produce Ooh. at a level that you would essentially be taking away other players that you need that are making, you know, 20, $25 million a year. And now they're gone from this roster. You need depth. If you're the Lakers, you need shooting. Obviously, if you're the Lakers catch and shoot shooting, even more importantly, and that's not really Zach Levine's thing. So yeah, I could see why Zach Levine would not be a Laker candidate. I think they have more possibilities than the Warriors do at success. They need Austin Reeves to play better. They need D'Angelo Russell to play better. They need Rui to play better, right? And we saw them play really well in the playoffs, kind of like a whack-a-mole where you weren't sure who was going to play well on any given night. Jared Vanderbilt has to play better as well. But are we getting that version, those playoff versions of them at all consistently, or was that just kind of a fluke? So Lakers are going to make a move at the deadline. What is that move? What is it for? Because they're not going to want to give up Austin Reeves. So I'm very dubious that Rob Plink is going to be able to pull a rabbit out of his hat. And I bet he's just thinking to himself, why didn't I just go and get Kyrie? Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Did you see that article on ESPN.com today about the whole process and how they were trying to – Kyrie was – because remember when he was sitting courtside when they were in the playoffs – Everybody knew that was the statement he's making. LeBron's going over and dapping him up and hugging him. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, Kyrie to the Lakers, Kyrie to the Lakers. And then nothing ever came of it. And instead, you know, he's back, takes the big deal right into free agency with Dallas. Uh, you know, this 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 Lakers team, it's still LeBron heavy. I mean, LeBron's getting a ton of minutes. It's it's We talk about this every year, right? It needs to be a little less LeBron. They need to be able to have other guys that can support him so he's not bringing the ball up as much. And, he, you know, he's not out there playing so many minutes. But the guy's also a freak of nature, and in the reality, he's looking around going, I got no other choice. Like, I have to be still LeBron that's like he's 27 years old out there playing 35, 40 minutes a night and bringing the ball up and just – just, there's just no way that this thing can last the entire year. Yeah, you're right, and LeBron James as a point guard has been – the team has been absolutely awful in terms of plus-minus mm -hmm. when he's playing that position. Yeah. You need somebody that can bring the ball up or at least, you know, facilitate the offense – he has a five, he has a one, both don't work. I think DeJounte Murray makes a lot of sense. What do they have to get DeJounte Murray? I know that they'll probably want him. Is he the best fit? Probably not. But he's the best player that's probably available, and he's not making that much money. Lakers are going to have, like, no draft picks till like, 2035 when this is all said. I know. I know. It's crazy. 
But, you know, I mean, it is, it's, look, it's, you know, right. You talk about these organizations that live off, like they have a history of winning. You get, you can't really, even though they've had to do it, you can't really rebuild if you're the Lakers or if you're the Yankees or if you're the Cowboys, it just doesn't really, I mean, these teams have obviously had losing seasons, but like, that's not their intention, right? They're always still trying to figure out ways to win now because you're just in markets and you have fan bases that expect, you know, kind of all of that to happen. But I, if you had to pick one team between the Warriors and Lakers that was at least going to be in the play to miss the playoffs, and I'm talking playoffs and play-in, would you lean Warriors two over Lakers? Because I think I would right now still. I would, yeah. There's nothing that the Warriors are doing that gives me confidence that they're going to figure out, especially now that Pascal Siakam's off the table. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of felt like that was the one fix that they could have had, but now that Siakam's gone, it just kind of – you look at the Warriors, you look at the Lakers. And again, I mean, you look at these standings now – Minnesota's legit. Uh, Oklahoma City's legit. Denver is a team that we know at this point is really going to care more about the playoffs. Having a top three seed probably matters to them, but the Clippers are now getting better. Dallas has played better. Uh, it's just this changing of the guard in the Western Conference where you've got new young teams, just like it was Denver taking that next step. It feels like Minnesota and Oklahoma City are the same way, and we're seeing some of these other ones just get pushed down. The Lakers and the Warriors are down there, and it's just – it's it's kind of crazy to sit here and see Minnesota and Oklahoma City at the top, but two good young teams. Uh, I think we kind of thought they would take that next step. It felt like Minnesota took longer while the Thunder have kind of stepped up quickly. But, you know, I mean, this this may be the entire season. I, playoffs is different, but regular season, it really matters to those those two teams. So, all right, Scott, it is a Wednesday, my friend. Maybe, oh, what do you got, Trista? Oh, I was just going to finish it up by asking you, Whose win total over would you rather take? Golden State at 40 and a half or Lakers at 42 and a half? I, I, so I would say Lakers at 42 and a half. That's a great question because I think they're more likely to make some moves at the deadline where Golden State can't, where maybe the Lakers kind of have a late season push like they did last year, where again, with Golden State, I'm watching a team that's just eroding right in front of us. And doesn't feel like there's a lot of things they can do to stop the flooding as opposed to the other side where the Lakers have some sort of wiggle room where it's a low win total. I'd take the Lakers over 42 and a half. Would you do the same? I think I would. Crazy. We're sitting here until I, I really thought the Lakers were going to continue that momentum from last year. It's, it is a fickle momentum is a fickle, fickle thing. Isn't it? You, you love their off season. You're like, Oh man, it made some great moves. And all of a sudden you sit around and go, Okay, so now it's not working. It was working before. Now it's not. It's, you know, it, it, it is the NBA, I guess. All right, Scott, it's a Wednesday. How about a little uh, Would You Rather? It's now time to play Would You Rather with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Good to be back and good to play a little Would You Rather on a Wednesday from our home studios um I, you said you would you know you were hoping that the lakers would be able to continue the momentum from last year i was hoping that they'd be able to continue it from the in-season tournament nick you know they they hung a banner for that so <laughs> t we'll start with you would you rather on a wednesday the texans plus nine and a half or the packers plus nine and a half this weekend would you rather water pistol to oh. face as they like to say <laughs> oh my goodness i think Listen, I'm not doing either. I'm just going to say that. I, I think the Ravens can cover easily. But C.J. Stroud has been playing on another level recently, especially the way that they put up points on the Browns, which is the number one defense in the NFL. 
And you talk about the Ravens. They've been off ostensibly for two weeks, really. And so Lamar hasn't played in three. And maybe they come out rusty. And maybe the Texans find a way to get Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz involved. Don't think Singletary is going to be able to do much, you know, running the ball. They've been horrible in the last few weeks. But if I had to choose one, I think I would take the Texans. Yeah, the Texans are one of the teams I just kind of, when I looked at that and I saw them go past the key number nine like that and that nine and a half, it's very tempting. I have not bet it, but if you go back and look, in the last three years, Lamar Jackson's one and nine against the spread as a favorite of a touchdown or more. So when he becomes, you know, he's been in these positions in the past, I know it's three years and there's injuries and there's a lot of things, but it's just something to think about when you get to the playoffs. Like there's a team in the Ravens, right? Their mindset is we got to win a Super Bowl, we got pressure on us. And then you got Houston on the other side of things, and they're just like, eh, we're not even supposed to be here. Some of the most dangerous teams that we've ever seen in any tournament, right? March Madness, uh, you know, the NBA, NFL playoffs, whatever form of playoffs or tournament you've looked at, it's the teams that are already overachieving and have nothing to lose. So Houston at plus nine and a half is not, I wouldn't blame anybody for betting that. I'm tempted. I have not done it yet because I really love the Ravens and the Ravens have a chance to also just blow Houston out of the water because it feels like at some point this Houston train is going to come to an end, right? You're looking at it going, yeah. all right, they keep winning. They've already overachieved. Like at what point does they just, do they hit that wall? And you go, okay, like they haven't hit that level yet as a team. It's just, it's hard to bet against Houston, but the problem is the Ravens are a team that should and could win the Super Bowl this year. So out of those two, I definitely would go Houston plus nine and a half. All right, Nick, we'll keep it right with you. Both are currently plus 325. Would you rather bet Lamar to win Super Bowl MVP or the Lions Ooh. to win the NFC? I'm going to go Lamar MVP only because I have more confidence in the Ravens getting to the Super Bowl and winning it than I do the Lions getting past the 49ers. Now, 49ers, I'm a little concerned with the way the regular season ended against the Ravens. Week 18 doesn't matter to me, but we also saw post uh, post bye week where they were an absolutely dominant team. Uh, I just think it's going to be too hard, especially defensively for the Lions, to be able to stop that massively potent offense that the 49ers bring to the table. Now, I get it. The Lions can keep pace. They got just as many weapons, really, offensively as the 49ers do. But in the end, defensively, you got a lot of guys that can rush the passer, uh, San Francisco side of things. Aiden Hutchinson's been playing out of his mind. But I just I can't have the Lions pass the 49ers versus the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. So give me Lamar as a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I think that that's a good bet. I actually like that bet regardless of the would you rather, truthfully. I think mm -hmm. the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. I could very easily see a rematch between the Niners and the Ravens, and I don't see how it's going to be much different, even if the Niners have time to prepare. This Ravens team is just very good offensively, defensively, and the matchups do not favor San Francisco. So give me Lamar, plus 325 for MVP. You know, it's I, what I do really love seeing here now too, Trista, is that like we actually just get to see the Ravens at like, for the most part, full strength, right? Like they lost J.K. Dobbins at the beginning of the year. We may see Mark An Andrews. I mean, Tim Barbalace joined us earlier and said there's a 50-50 shot maybe in his eyes that Mark Andrews is back out there playing. But we've been saying this for years, right? I want to see the Ravens with Lamar Jackson healthy actually in the playoffs. Now we've got that opportunity. So you look at what they've got. They can win because of their offense. They can win because of their defense. And hell, we saw them win even because of their special teams a few weeks ago. Yeah. Going to be a very, very fun playoff. I, yeah, I, and 
just kind of wish the Ravens were playing the Texans. I wanted to see the Texans maybe get to like AFC Championship game, just add to it a little bit. But again, in the NFL, it takes one season, the right coaching, the right quarterback, and all of a sudden you can flip things around and everything's totally different. And the Houston Texans are an example of that team, that organization. Got to have smart people in the front office, though. If you can't identify talent, really doesn't matter at all. So here we are. All right, we'll look ahead to some of those divisional round games this weekend. Some of the early lines, a little bit of line movement on top of that as well. Bet MGM tonight.